Well, greetings, everyone. This is Melvin York with Daddy Pete Gardening. Uh, coming to you here at the first of the year. I need to talk about some of my favorite vegetables, and I'm going to go through and kind of give you the rundown on some of the basic heirlooms that I like to see planted. Also, with heirloom, they are open pollinated, so you'll be able to save the seed and grow from year after year with these. And um, these are just some of my favorites. You may have some different ones, but uh, these have been tried and true over the years for flavor, for uh, the amount of fruit that they bear. And one thing that I do like about them, most of these are very drought tolerant plants and they work well there. We'll get right into it. We're going to start out with tomatoes. This will be a segment of probably four or five parts. This is part one. So we'll go over different vegetables. And I'll be giving you some of the recommendations on what that I like. Now, if you like salad tomatoes, I like the little cherry type tomatoes. There are four varieties that I think uh, works well. The, first of all, you have a large cherry tomato. Uh, this is a very old type, and that is the name, large cherry tomato. They're extremely productive plants. Uh, they yield about one and a half to two inch cherry tomatoes. They're a little bit larger, but they do have great flavor. You can can them whole. Uh, they work well in salads or just plain eat. So that's uh, usually they bear within 75 to 80 days. The next one is a Tommy Toe. I know you've heard that before. They're exceptionally vigorous plants, um, and they yield just hundreds upon hundreds of the larger uh, red cherry tomatoes. They have a great flavor to them. Um, actually, it's took top billing of over 100 other varieties in the taste contest, and they're about 70 days from uh, the plant. Um, yellow pear is another one um, that is a great tomato. They do have a small pear-shaped look to them. They are yellow in color. They're a 78-day tomato. They go one to two inches. And um, that is also uh, something that's great for salads and a little bit different than a red look. We also have a red pear tomato that's the same. Usually those uh, need to be staked. They're just a little bit bigger vine on those tomatoes. Also, uh, they're a little more tangy. And banana lakes, that's another heirloom tomato. And they actually do grow sort of like a banana, yellow in color. They're a very meaty uh, tomato inch and a half long usually um, in diameter, uh, four inches in length. So another larger, but a great tomato. Now and for your canning, your eating tomatoes, one thing that uh, one that I do like is a mortgage lifter. It's an 85 day tomato, it's large, smooth. It's kind of a pink fruit, very delicious flavor, rich and sweet. They grew up to about one pound but it is a 85-day tomato. Again, all of these are heirloom tomatoes. They're open pollinated, so you can save the seed. We will talk later on uh, in another segment about saving the seeds, how the proper way, how to store these seeds. Kentucky beef steak is another good one. Uh, they grow an extremely large tomato. Most of the time, they're around a two-pound. And they are a yellow beefsteak tomato. Uh, be more on the low acid side. Again, they're very meaty. They're perfect for sandwiches, salad, or for slicing. Uh, and that 
is your Kentucky beefsteak, again, a yellow tomato. One of my old tried and true favorites of the German Johnson. You've heard these a lot of places a lot of time. If you go to buy that plant, if you will look at the leaf on a German Johnson tomato, it will actually remind you of a potato. A lot of people call these, the older people call them potato tomatoes because of the leaf. They won't look exactly like the leaf of other ones. So that way you'll know you'll be actually getting a German Johnson plant. Uh, they're 80 to 90 days produced, but again, you've got a one to two pound fruit. They're deep pink. They're very meaty. They're just about crack free. And if you have too much rain or too much sun, they're very productive. These will produce all the way into frost. So that's a good plant uh, to have around as far as, as the tomato goes. A Blinken's another one. It's a large fruit. Uh, it really likes the southern states here. Fruits are large, real deep red, uh, with no cracks or seam. They're sweet. Uh, again, that's an 85-day tomato. Cherokee purple, another one for taste that I really like. And um, that is uh, kind of a slicer-type heirloom. They're kind of a dusky pink color, purple, with darker shoulders. They have a mild flavor. A little bit earlier, they're 80 days. Uh, Mr. Stripey. Again, the tomato that I grow, I like. They're a large yellow fruit with pinkish red stripes. They have ridged shoulders, so they're not perfectly smooth. Mild, they're very low acid. It's an old-time favorite. They'll grow one to two pounds. Again, that's an 80-day tomato. Um, Paul Robertson, another outstanding black tomato with an unbelievably rich flavor. It's an old Russian variety that's been renamed in honor of a great civil rights activist. Uh, it will be your best producer early in the season because it is a more earlier and during the, the cool summer months. Uh, you can see this tomato outproducing a lot of the others. It'll start producing earlier. That's an 80-day tomato. Rutgers, um, that's one that's an old favorite. They're firm. They're kind of a globe-shaped looking fruit uh, with an intermediate plant with good cover. They're 82 days. Rutgers, to me, have just a little bit more of a um, tanginess to them, uh, which is still good for uh, canning. You could use those sauces and some all-round tomato if you've just got limited growing space. Rutiger, if you're going to make sauces, uh, can some. Use some in your cooking, then Rutiger would be the tomato for you. Uh, they're not as large a tomato that's grown. They're on the smaller side. They usually grow four to six ounces, so they're a smaller type. Uh, globe, firm-like tomato, but they're smaller. Roma VFN, that's an old-type plum tomato, and it's usually grown. The plant grows pretty small. They doesn't spread out and get uh, langley and leafy as much and spread as most tomatoes do. Uh, these fruits on these are basically cracked resistant and a lot of times are used for tomato paste, for canning or juicing. They do resist psyllium and persarium wilt and that's an 80 days tomato. So that's a good one if you're planning on making a lot of tomato paste or sauce, you want to can it or juice it, that is a good tomato for that. Also beefsteak. Now, we talked about the Kentucky beefsteak, but this is just the plain beefsteak. It produces a uh, uh, actually a huge 
rib fruit uh, on vigorous vines. Those vines do grow out and they need to be staked to gone. These plants uh, usually take about 96 days to produce fruit. Uh, it does have an excellent taste. It's medium flesh. It's an ideal tomato for eating or cooking. Uh, slicing for sandwiches, it works well. You can use it in salad. And believe it or not, still makes a good canning tomato. So this may be one that you want to put on your list too. Homestead, uh, it's especially, again, recommended more for our southern gardeners. This variety sets large crops, even in the hot weather. Uh, we have some hot days down here, and a lot of things will slow down. Uh, they won't pollinate as much, but the homestead actually does like that kind of weather. They're a very meaty tomato. They're medium-sized. They're smooth. They resist cracking. They have very large vines, good foliage. Uh, I think what helps them out some, and again, this is an 80-day tomato. Marglobe is another tomato. Uh, personally, myself, they're just a little too tangy for me, but a lot of people like that for their sauces and stuff. You're usually looking at a 7 to 10 ounce uh, fruit that comes off of the vines of these marglobes. They're a deep red color, um, but they do uh, work good for canning. They also work good for if you like that little bit more tangy taste than a tomato. We have two more hillbillies. One, they're a one to two pound tomato. They're 80 to 85 days. They're a bicolored heirloom. They're kind of a brilliant yellow color with red marbling, and they'll be all the way through the root too. They're very large, rich. They've got a sweet flavor. Uh, beautiful when they're sliced, but that's an heirloom that you most definitely would like to try. They're a very heavy producer. And they're really great for uh, slicing because they're so sweet. They're very juicy. Golden Jubilee uh, for a yellow tomato. I like these. They were introduced in 1943 in the All-American selection. Jubilee varies large tomatoes with a very meaty, thick, walled interiors and mild flavor. Uh, they're kind of a globe shape, orange, yellow, like. Fruit. It's kind of similar to the Sunray tomato, if you've ever seen those, but it's very, uh, very meaty. They have thick walls on them, few seeds, and they are very high yielding. So that's another one that you might want to think about trying. Now, we'll be giving you some more. Uh, this is just part one of some of the varieties and some of the things that I would plant. Next time, we'll probably talk about uh, green beans, which is another most planted uh, vegetable around these tomatoes you need to go ahead and get your seeds now because it's not going to be long for you need to go ahead and start your transplant get those going make sure that you do go back and listen to these varieties because they are heirloom type tomatoes you can save the seed and as i spoke earlier we will be going over um, and talking about how to save those seeds well we certainly do appreciate you tuning in and listening again if you get a chance uh, i'm melbourne york and this is Gardening with Daddy Pete. Uh, go to our website at daddypeach.com. Look around. You can go back and see these ar uh, archives of these podcasts. You can ask a question. We would love to hear from you. So make sure you do that. Well, we're going to end for today. But we wish each and every one of you a successful and happy gardener.